2: Today, on the Zapecast, if you ever had to wonder why the NFL is the undefeated 800 pound gorilla of American sports and TV ratings, well, Sunday proved it again. It is the greatest unscripted episodic reality show of all time. Dax down, Alex is back, the Chiefs are mortal, and the upcoming schedule is written on a dry erase board. Your high test, not street legal. 30 minute dose of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Ho 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 ho! Here we go! In a word, I'll put it like this.
3: Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? All
2: right. So it's a phrase, it's not a word, but you get my point. Oh, my God. What a Sunday in the NFL! And we've got much more that I would like to get to today, but I want to remind people that this is just a mere supplement, a snack, an additional extra 30 to 45 minutes of me every day with some of my inner circle of friends and goombas and media compadres for my full bore uh, sports talk radio every day. Six hours. Is that enough for you? Three hours in the morning on 97.3, the game in Milwaukee, uh, 6 to 9 a.m. And then, of course, three more hours. Uh, 3 to 6 p.m. on Team 980 in Washington, D.C., where there will be a lot of yelling on Monday. My voice has not been making it really to Thursday the last couple of weeks. I don't know if my voice will make it to Tuesday this week with all the shit that's going on with the former artist known as the Redskins. Unbelievable disarray, the most dysfunctional, illogical, delusional Horrible decision making I've ever seen, and I'll talk more about it with Andy Poland in just a second. But first, a little bit of behind the scenes. So this weekend, I said, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to get ahead of the uh, get ahead of the game here, get ahead of the count for the week. I'm going to record some 20 minute inserts on Saturday and Sunday in the mobile strike studio, and I'll still do a little bit of an update, maybe 10 minutes. Every day to go. Okay, here's what's happening in sports, and uh, there you go. But then I'm like, Sunday came, and and I did that this weekend. By the way, I took the mobile strike studio out to uh, talk to Chris Broussard. I'm going to give you a, a small chunk of that today, not a whole lot. But first, Andy Poland, because we got lots to talk about, Andy and I. And then on Sunday morning, I went to go see John Ronas, and we talked about a one a, a variety of things. And had what, my phone is still buzzing. By the way, it's unbelievable. The the Cowboy game just ended. The Dak Prescott News also had my phone blowing up. This, this is the NFL for you right there. I'm driving home frantically in the rain with wings, getting a little bit cooler every second I'm driving. I'm going way too fast, but I got to get home because something has happened in the Cowboy game. I can tell by the way my phone is going, bling, ling bada-ling, Anyway, so Sunday I went and I talked to John Ronas and I brought the Mobile Strike Studio to his driveway. We had a lovely chat about a variety of things. It was all done, though, before Sunday's NFL action went down. So I was like, well, there's no way. I can't give you people. Who you call you people? I can't give you loyal, dear Zabecast listeners stuff that's a day or two in advance of the greatest show on earth, the NFL. I can't. I won't. So I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I think the bottom line is just forget Mondays and Tuesdays. Maybe what I'll do is I'll make Wednesdays my, and now, for something completely different day of the Zabecast. By then, things should settle down just a bit. If there is a big news story, we'll mop it up on Thursday with Jay. And then, of course, Friday is Football Five Ways, where I did go one and two with my picks. Not too good. But the one winner was the Rams minus seven. Yo! The lock lock has come home. The lock has come home, and I'm 5-0 with my lock on the year. Pretty, pretty good. Like everyone in fantasy, because of all the, the game reschedulations, re, re, reschedule, re, <laughs> all the game They're not cancellations, and they're reschedulings. Reschedulations. <laughs> That's a good word, actually. I kind of like that. Uh, like everybody in fantasy, it was a crazy Sunday morning, and I thought I was being smart. I said, okay. Word is Michael Thomas is looking good. He's probably going to play on Monday. Okay, I'm going to drop Marquez Valdez Scantling and because I have to, and I'm going to get another flex guy in, and I'm going to go ahead and start. This is my guillotine league for the whiskey. And the way the rosters are set up, you don't have as much flexibility. You don't have as much bench, so it gets very dicey. So I'm, like, moving guys around, and I got – I got uh, Michael Thomas in there. I'm like, okay, here we go. And then it's like, no, he's been suspended because of a discipline issue. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, you got to be kidding me. So that's going to be a big fat zero on Monday night. I still am in the running to not finish dead last, which means I escape and advance. And if I can get Thomas back and I can get McCaffrey back, could be in business. Oh, and I, I scrambled to pick up Kyle Allen. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. Are you going to get to all the shit you said? Fair enough. Hope you did okay in fantasy. All right. With that said, let's get right to our man, Andy Bowen. Hello. It is, and it remains, the crack cocaine of sports leagues. Am I wrong, Andy? Wow.
3: Yeah, the National Football League never fails at this It point.
2: just doesn't, man. It, it is so full of twists and turns, and most of it bad for your team, whether it's Dax injury or whatever the hell's going on with the Washington football team. But, man, it's just any given Sunday. The Dolphins go in to San Francisco and destroy San Fran, while the Raiders go into Kansas City and lay a big one. On the Chiefs.
3: Yeah, 40 points. uh, Unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, I I didn't watch that game because I was wrapped up in the Washington football. But I did see enough highlights to see that. I mean, this wasn't Kansas City being bad offensively. It's their defense gave up 40 points to the Raiders. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: And then, of course, we've got the scheduling now. The scheduling department has bought a bunch of dry erase boards, and they're just (laughs) crossing things out and rearranging things. Like, I don't know how much more the NFL can do of this. At some point, they're going to hit a wall, aren't they, scheduling-wise?
3: no, because if if they want to play the Super Bowl in April, they can.
2: I, I, <laughs> They'll just keep pushing it back and back and back yeah, if needed.
3: Yeah, okay. They will say, "Oh, oh, baseball." I'm sorry, you're starting your season on time. Well, <laughs> we're going to need to use Tampa that weekend, and and we'll be we'll be sort of taking over the sports world. You understand? We're 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 the kings here. You get it?
2: Yeah. The as I said, the three ten to Yuma is getting to Yuma. It yes. may get yes. slowed down along the way by a couple of uh hijacking attempts, but it's going through. This train is going through.
3: And there's not gonna be forfeits. I mean, uh yeah, oh, Goodell is, is huffing and puffing, but that's that's not gonna happen. That's are you know, the- are you
2: as are you as dismayed and alarmed by the number of otherwise smart people calling for a forfeit, which might be the dumbest take I can remember? Yeah.
3: I don't understand it at all, other than that's the one thing that Goodell could do. It's, it's the, you know, I'm going to turn this car around. Right. We're going on vacation. We're going home, you know. And, but there and are
2: design. smart, there are supposedly smart people suggesting forfeits if anyone else ends up with any significant number of positive tests. And I'm like, but you don't know where they're getting it from.
3: Yeah. And this this workout that the Titans had that may have caused the outbreak, it may not have. We don't right?
2: Know. Exactly. Okay. Let's get to the Washington football team because I have Andy, like you, and with you sat and watched all kinds of dysfunction, mayhem, stupidity, and farce. I have never sat there on a Sunday and felt the way that I felt yesterday or today. Yeah. I, I just I haven't. I this the delusion and the rudderlessness and the poor. Decision-making by Ron Rivera is staggering to me.
3: It, it, it's, it's really baffling. And you take the lines from his post-game press conference and you attach them to Jim Zorn. Oh, we're gone! what a buffoon. Exactly. But because it's Rivera and he's gained a measure of respect in a period of time here. and Too and much respect.
2: Him, Too yeah, much. Uh, and that's uh, one uh, element of this I want to tease out in a second, but go ahead.
3: Yeah, and, and you know, first look, Let's back up. Uh, he keeps timeouts in his pocket in winnable games because he doesn't want to get anybody hurt. Then he says to the young quarterback, You need to step up your performance if you want to keep your job. He does. He steps up his performance. He throws for over 300 yards, doesn't have any turnovers. Up, not only benched, moves to third string because we got to win now. We got to win now. So. Then he has Kyle Allen playing. He's not great, but he does lead them to the only touchdown they have in the first half. And then they turn to Alex Smith, who is a great story, but his stat line is ridiculous. He threw for 37 yards. 37
2: yards. 37 (laughs) yards. He he took six sacks. He had a fumble. He recovered it. And had he played a full game, he would have taken a dozen sacks.
3: Yeah, I mean, he can't can't
2: run. He he cannot run. For the second time in my lifetime, I sat there going, I can't believe this. My team is running a crippled quarterback out there with other options and they're going to watch this guy crumple and disintegrate.
3: What are they not, doing? Not just a crippled quarterback, but an offensive line that is putrid. It's too it is uh, bad. You, you could you could bring <laughs> sharp pordonish out of retirement who's probably pushing 50 and sharp. he's a better option than West Martin right now
2: <laughs> that is a callback to about two thousand no 96 97 98
3: Some, somewhere in the 90s all, either either he he got riffed on a block or he got a holding penalty that, those were his two moves Did't sharp pordonish get option right now
2: didn't sharp, get multiple false starts to cost the Redskins a game in Arizona one year uh, I don't think that was Or was, was that him, somebody else? Could have been buddy. somebody else. We're going yeah. way back in time. Hey, unless you've been under a rock, you know the NFL is back, college football is back, and the NBA finals are underway. Prime betting season right now. It's winning season, though, at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but a little something-something on the game, whether it's not that much or maybe more than not that much, if you've got a hunch about something, is a lot more fun than just flipping around, oh, there's a game on Get with my bookie. Mybookie.com, the official website to get your sweet action with this Zabe cast. Go there right now and put your deposit in. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Pretty sweet, right? Plus, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. I mean, come on. Get in on this. It is the best leverage you'll ever get to win a big payday without having to risk losing a big payday. All that and more is at mybookie.com. Promo code Zabe. That's promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha BRAVO, ECHO. Get that 100% dollar-for-dollar matchup. Sign up today and bet with the site I use, mybookie.com. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, it's all there at mybookie.com. But anyway, but the- so so here was what I said this past week. Because you and I haven't even chatted since Dwayne got demoted. Yeah. And it's the same dynamic that we've seen with uh, Marty and Jeff George. He yeah. inherited a shitbag quarterback he didn't like, didn't want. Same thing with Spurrier inheriting Patrick Ramsey, a quarterback he didn't want and didn't like. Same thing with uh, Shanahan inheriting McNabb via trade, a guy he didn't want and he didn't like. And it just, the beat goes on and on. And and then it was Jay re-inheriting RG3, a quarterback he didn't want and didn't like, and Nuke couldn't play, but he had to put on a game face to go, well, I'll, I'll coach him up. And now Rivera has been forced to do the same thing with Dwayne Haskins. But – I objected to getting rid of him so quickly because A, he's healthy, B, you suck, you're not going anywhere this year, and C, you might want to see a full 16 games. So this move has now triggered blowing through three quarterbacks already, and we'll probably end up with a five-quarterback season that ends with a Mark Sanchez type.
3: It, it does appear to be going in that direction. You, you, you've already it, It's over for Haskins. He, oh, he's done but he had a tummy ache. He had a
2: tummy ache and didn't show up to the game today.
3: That, that what was, a fucking that pussy trading, he is! That was that was trade me before the deadline. That that's what that was. Yeah, about. So, exactly. So so he's so he's out of here now. You got Kyle Allen. Okay, he's been with this staff before, but you crapped on him today. You know, you told him you're starting quarterback, and he and he banged up his arm, but was cleared to play, and you didn't put him back in because you as was he was the sore. He
2: yeah, was sore, the- and Ron said out of an abundance of, of caution. caution. What coach talks like that? Am I yelling? I'm yelling, aren't I? I have never in my life, Andy, heard a football coach at the NFL level say, I'm afraid of injuries or an abundance of caution. And Rivera has uncorked both of those in the first five weeks. And I have a theory that it's tied to his current battle with cancer. He has a perspective on life that has made him soft.
3: Mm, I, I know, know that sounds that's, hot that's, takey. That's some, that's some deep Freud there. Okay. I, I don't know if I can all right. Coach all right. Let me back off.
2: Stuff. Let me back off that take. Let me ask you: Have you ever heard a coach talk about? I didn't want to get any more injuries out loud. And no. have you ever heard a coach say, out of an abundance of caution, I didn't send my starting quarterback, who took all the first team reps this week, back into the game? A guy who we brought here at the cost of a draft pick and knows the system. And instead, I put in a guy that's coming off 13 surgeries and 600 days of rest and rehab. That's what I did against a man-eater in in Aaron Donald. What in the living fuck? Who says this shit, Andy? Okay, I'll hang up and listen to your answer (laughs) off the air. Can you tell I'm pissed off?
3: The cautious move is to go to a guy who nearly lost his leg. More that more even his life, right? Uh, from an injury two years ago, right. rather than play a guy who who hurt his shoulder a little bit at the end, or hurt his arm at the end of the first right. half. Uh, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Look, I, I hope Alex Smith comes back and plays, but right now it doesn't look like he can play. And and, and stop and hope
2: so, stop hoping for that, Andy. It's well, silly like, to hope for that. And other than just a hey, that's an incredible comeback by him. Any further fawning of this only feeds. A fool's errand of letting him play. He can't run. And it makes sense that he can't run because half his leg is gone. And it's been stitched back together with chunks of meat from his thigh. And there's a lump in his sock. And when you watch him try to push off with his right leg, his plant leg, to just try to move up five steps in the pocket, it's like he's in quicksand. What idiots and the coaches talked him up all week like we really think Alex that he's
3: ready. Yeah. They're because, crazy because, because they're they're looking this this is again, this is an owner in his first year who won a division and put up banners on Redskins Park uh when there were three trophies in the case uh about winning a division. Yeah, but so, where
2: where is the coaching staff's delusion coming from?
3: These coming are veterans. Who's, really? who's saying division title or bust? So and 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 the division is there for the taking. No, it's not. I mean, not well, for us.
2: But, we're well, we're the but, worst team in the division by no, a long shot. No have kidding, given up but, 40, but, 30 but, points in four straight weeks and are now down to our third quarterback.
3: Understood. Mm. But the team that's leading the division with two freaking wins has lost its franchise quarterback yeah, for the yeah, year. Yeah, they, with they, the they, same injury Alex Smith yeah, had yeah, two years yeah, ago. Yeah.
2: Okay, listen. They also have a backup quarterback. Who yeah. um was a starter in this league, yeah. and they've got a more explosive offense. Their defense sucks. But guess what? Our defense sucks too. The so called yeah. strength of the team. The front is okay. The back end is a garbage pile. And this Landon Collins deal is looking worse and worse by the second.
3: Well, the the, the two the two high paid guys, the uh Landon Collins and then the big free agent signing in the the re signing in the offseason. They were Keystone Cops on a fifty-six-yard touchdown play. Neither one of them knew which way to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, insane.
2: So this Alex Smith thing—you think the owner is now pushing Alex? Like, no, you, you should play him. I yeah.
3: legitimately
2: need to know.
3: Yes. What- did you did you watch did you watch games last year when they sat side by side in the in the press box or the or Danny's box together? Look, Dan, Danny makes new friends. He liked Haskins last year. Now he's got a new friend. He likes Alex. Alex sat with him and talked to him. Hey, Alex, you're really smart. This is this is how uh, this is how uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the, the old cor- coach from Pepper Rogers. This is how he almost became coach of the team. He sat next to Dan and Dan said, "Oh, you're really smart about football. I'm going to fire Norv Turner and make you the coach." So now he's now he likes Alex Smith. That's his new boy.
2: It seems like a real football coach which we all thought Rivera was and is, would take one look at Alex and say, you know what, kid, you're amazing that you're at this point, but I can see that right foot. You have to lift it up and clomp it down. Doesn't have any power in it. Guess what? I have no place for you on my team, and I hate to be cold about it, but that's the truth. I'd love to have you as a coach. So if you want to be a coach, we can work that out. Otherwise, I'm cutting you because I need all 53 roster spots this year. What do you want to do? That's what I think a real football coach would do on day 1. And yet Rivera's not doing it and you say it's because he is making sure to manage up to please yeah. his new boss?
3: Yeah, because look look at all the coach the only coach that's you, ever come You in you believe here. that, right? Yep, yeah, yes, because You're not football. you may not be
2: wrong. If you're right, Andy, and you may well be right. God help us.
3: Well, look, look God at, help at us we're fucked. History. 21 years, all the coaches that have come and gone here one had complete control and that was the one who said Danny, sit in the corner. Marty I'm in charge here frankly and and, it, and, and everything has to run through me and that lasted all of one year and Dan said nah I'm not having any fun. so even even when Gibbs came back now Gibbs was untouchable but you Gibbs did a lot of things that you say to yourself well that's not what he would have done the first time around of course not because he was managing up too because Dan Snyder was investing in his race team and he wasn't going to mess with that.
2: I think this is a new rock bottom. I really do. I have Mikey. never heard or seen more delusional thinking. By the way, I, I wanted to scream every time I heard one of the coaches say, you know, the division is is there. We're going to make a run for it. What the, the fuck are you talking about? A it's, a, it's October, you dumbasses. They're not going to hand out the division until the end of December. Number two, you suck. Look in the mirror. Who, who are you kidding? Oh, we're going to make a run for the division. How about win a fucking game? Ron Rivera talks too much. That's another thing. You know, not everyone can pull off the Belichick. I'm going to mumble six words and then not say anything else. You need to have some rings to pull that off, and he does. But the other coaches that take note, they say as little as needed as possible. Rivera, blah, blah, blah.
3: Right. Well, because the owner doesn't talk, so maybe he feels like he has to overcompensate. For well, that. and that's where
2: but, I want to get back to, and then I'll shut up again. But, but that's l- where l- I want to. Ju-
3: let me just. Yeah. Let me just say this. Have you ever heard of?
0: She Fit. We're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. You should be empowered to wear anything you want, except a bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs, fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from She Fit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.
3: Coach, and I've, I've heard all. I've heard all of them going back to, to to Tom Landry. Yeah, uh I've never heard a coach say, "Yeah, uh, we got these next six games. We want to go four and two in them." Uh, it, never, you know, no, never. It's, it's
2: one at a time. One and... at a time. Next man up. All I care about is the opponent this week. Gibbs uh-huh. was brilliant in that you could be playing a patsy, like oh, the man. time they were playing a niner team that was absolutely terrible. And, and your boy are wrote a column saying they should kill the Niners. And Joe went apoplectic. Like, why would he write something like that?
3: Well, look, look today Miami goes into San Francisco and blows their doors off. Right, That's the league. How do you right. look at the schedule and, and, and start picking? That's what we do in the media. That's what people do. When the, that's what fans do when the schedule comes up. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. That's a loss. Coaches so why does
2: do he that. talk like this? It, it feels like he needs to justify all these decisions. When if, if he wanted to bench Haskins saying, look, the play is not up to what we need, he could just say, look, the play is not, a what, what up, to, not up to what we need, but we're going to go with Kyle this week. Stop talking about the next four weeks. That's a good point, Ann. I never thought about it. No real football coach starts playing them all at once. They play them one at a time, and they have respect for their opposing teams because they know that they're all pros, quote, up here, as Joe would say. Mm-hmm. So why did Ron talk this much out his ass sideways and everything else with such certainty too by the way the condescension when he was defending his lack of timeouts a couple of weeks ago that led me to think something else which is troubling. We were a weak joke of a franchise when he came in. We were at low ebb, right? We had fired Jay. You had Bruce already on his way out and It was a job that you're going to have to throw some retread, a ton of money at, which we did. And then Dan was going to hand it off to him and then blend back into the shadows because he hates being out there. He's so nervous. He says, happy Thanksgiving, two months after Thanksgiving, and then sends his minions out to try to spin it like it was an inside joke. So with that dynamic, Andy, Ron Rivera, who was overly lauded by our local media, Bless their hearts, of which you and I are part of it. He was overly lauded as this serious football man with credentials and a military background, and he's just the guy to change the culture, change the culture, change the culture like a choo-choo train. And Dan wafted away into Nowheresville, and here's Rivera thinking, hey, I guess I am almost like the owner of this team. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to make up whatever crazy rationale I need to to justify what I'm doing. It gave him a God complex with a record of zero and zero that is unheard of. Except that he'll tell you
3: he talks to the owner all the time. Do you think? Then what do you yeah.
2: think the owner is
3: telling him? I think the owner is telling him that he wants to see Alex Smith play. Oh, First Jesus of all, Christ. Yeah. And, and, and I think I think the owner is, is off Haskins because Haskins can be chalked up now to Bruce Allen. You know, he can blame that on, on somebody else. And, uh, and I think that, that, you know, the, the great love affair he had, cause you know, he had never really saw him with Haskins, his, his previous loves, they were, they were together all the time. He, he went to RG three's wedding. I think Dan realized
2: he couldn't do that anymore.
3: Well, he, he went to Vegas with Clinton. You know I mean? He did. He,
2: he, he took RG three to the white house correspondence dinner.
3: Oh yeah. 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 When the, when the romance was in full bloom, it was great. And so now I never really got off the ground with Haskins. And, he, you know, and Rivera probably said to him, look, Dan, uh, Mr. Snyder, or whatever he calls him, oh, he gosh. had he had 13 starts in college. You know, Bill Parcells used to say, I don't want a quarterback who doesn't have 23 wins in college. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so, you know, and he, and he, played, he played at a, a school that had like, what, two tough games a year? Ohio State and maybe Wisconsin. That's about it. I mean, uh, Michigan and Wisconsin.
2: The 50 touchdowns were so gaudy. You almost had to throw that out almost like an outlier. Like, those numbers aren't real. They're video game numbers. And there's a reason they're not real. Because he's throwing to wide open dudes. And he's not getting touched in the
3: pocket. He's got got a great running game. And he's got backup linemen who would be starters on every other team in the Big Ten.
2: Right. Here's how good Ohio State was. Terry McLaurin was like, "Hey, he's a special teamer. Could be a good third wide receiver. Mm. And he's a fucking stud. He's a beast. He was third-round pick. I, I don't know how many other wide receivers were drafted ahead of him out of Ohio State that year, but that's mm. the kind of targets that they have there. So about Haskins, is it fair to say that the criticisms of his work ethic have now stuck? That the whole yeah. persona of league done messed up, why can't I wear Joe Theismann's number? Looking at my phone, shrugging my shoulders when Daniel Jones gets picked ahead of me in the fucking bowling alley where he had this pay per view party on draft night. That all the selfie after the first win on the sideline. That all those things have now been proved out. That he's a guy, a millennial kid who was way too high in his own limited success and was not putting in the work.
3: Right, and and you also had the the dynamic of them saying in the off season, oh complete 180 you know oh, oh he's yeah. he's been leader he's been leading the way in the zoom calls okay <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: um. look at look he lost 10 pounds doing uh, yeah. workouts There on yeah, instagram he, he
3: looks good when he takes his shirt off that's fine i grew up watching sonny jerkinson with a pot potbelly throw five touchdowns <sighs> in a game i mean it's it's what, what what happens is is the spin can go either way and now the spin is eh, doesn't work hard teammates are telling him, "Hey, you better get your ass in gear or or you're not going to have your job." And so, who knows? But he's got to get out of here. It's it's over for him here. It's done. He's got to leave town.
2: Well, and I think he's going to be leaving town. Who knows what they're going to get for him in a fire sale. You know, again, we're we're the team that plays poker with our cards facing out. No, and the, so
3: you know what they're going to get for him, what they get for everybody. 5th round picks. Trent Williams. Here's Moose Johnson saying they lost Trent Williams to San Francisco. No, they didn't lose him to San Francisco. They traded him there for a fifth-round pick. It's like when they used to bring in guys like Adam Archuleta and give him the standard $10 million contract. That's the way they work. You know, It's a fifth-round pick. So That's Haskins,
2: in a month, Haskins will be off the roster. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Allen will no longer be the starter because he is what we saw a little glimpse of. He's a frisky little runaround guy who can throw a spiral and he can run away from some people, but he's going to get his clock cleaned, which he did on that play. Uh, Alex Smith is going to get hurt again. May not be the leg. Let's hope it's not, but it'll be something else. The guy, the guy is a sitting duck back there, so he's going to get hurt. And now we're on quarterbacks four and five. Uh, there's going to be a huge race for the number one overall pick. I don't know if we're going to win it because there's an extraordinarily high number of really bad teams this year. What next, Andy?
3: What next? I don't know. I don't know. And, and, but, and now
2: we have, we, and we're going to have to suffer through another year of Rivera. Rivera's absolutely illogical and almost narcissistic decision-making has me genuinely rattled as a fan because I don't know how easy it'll be to get out of it. How do we get out of him? He He what? is so going to be fired. It's just a matter of when.
3: Well, fired for whom?
2: I mean... I don't care. I've never seen a coach with this much illogic permeating everything he does. The whole claim of change the culture, patience, 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 when he exhibited more panic than
3: Zorn. Yeah, it it really... I mean, everything he says has been contradictory. And had he not built up this image well you know i mean he did it's contradictory
2: while, while, with a patina while the yeah with a
3: burning down he right. remained calm and so that that has given him a lot of equity you know it really has and but if you if you just take the words and the actions it speaks zorn it doesn't speak rivera
2: we're fucked and then and then <laughs> What? <laughs> just the
3: way you said that. It's just <laughs> fun. It's a football team.
2: <laughs> well, I, and then I was going to layer on top of it, all that surus. Am I using that word correctly, Andy?
3: Yes, you are. are You're all done.
2: On top of you, that, you know they're going to fuck up the name change. It's going to be something stupid.
3: Well, okay. Okay. That's another thing. Jason Wright is doing interviews round the clock when he takes the job. Everybody's talking to him. He's talking to everybody. Where's he now? What's he doing?
2: He's team president, think.
3: Right. But well, what, what does that involve? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But
2: I, they're going to they're going to fuck up the name and they're going to fuck up the new stadium. And, if that, they get
3: one. and that's, that That's supposedly the Jason Wright job is is to go to the district and 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 make up for the way Danny behaved.
2: And at uh, that point, the destruction at the hands of Snyder will be complete. He has destroyed Everything about the franchise you and I love that we grew up with. Starting with the season ticket waiting list, destroyed. Then the stadium itself, never a charmer, destroyed. Cut huge chunks out of the top of it because he couldn't sell all the fucking seats. The reputation of the team, destroyed. The sexual harassment, destroyed. Coaching reputations, like he prevented Shanahan from getting one more job in the league, which I think Shanahan probably would have gotten. Because it ended so badly because he drove him around the bend. Destroyed RG3's knee and his career. He He may have Alex Smith lose his leg by allowing him to come back on the field for him. No other NFL team would ever let Alex Smith on the field. Only us. Why? So we can fulfill Alex's, you know, his death fetish? No. Tell him no. I had somebody on Twitter go, well, what? He was cleared to play. What are they supposed to do? They're paying him. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. What do I mean? What are they supposed to do? Say no, cut them, pay him, yeah. move on. No other team picks him up and says, Alex, we're dying for you to play for the Jaguars.
3: Right. Also, any other team, any other time, any other year, has there ever been a third string quarterback who was once the number one pick of the draft and had a really good career? Never. Never. No. Usually, it's a developmental guy who you hope never has to play.
2: Snyder now, threw yeah. away that he's threw away the name and the logo at the first sign of pressure, and he is going to fuck up this new name, and he's going to fuck up the stadium, and that will be that. That will be the salted fields that will ensure famine upon this fan base <laughs> for a thousand years. Am I being too dramatic? Yeah, you are. I, I am. <laughs> yeah, am I being you know. dramatic or accurate?
3: Uh, who knows i mean i don't know the the stadium is more than likely the the new stadium is going to be in landover
2: oh really right what if it's even worse what if it's for you andy in fucking springfield all the way around the beltway no all the way down 95 Uh, on a parcel of land that's yet to be developed in this sprawling governmental megaplex we know as the dmv
3: well if if the stadium fedex field were in rockville i still wouldn't go if it was in my
2: backyard i wouldn't go
3: yeah, so that, that Even if that, it was
2: only that, family members like it was today.
3: <laughs> that, that's irrelevant. But, but it, what, I, I don't know. And how do you screw up the name? I mean, what you say that they'll screw up the name. How are you going to do that?
2: Uh, you ever heard of the Sea Dragons? <laughs> uh, for those who don't know Washington sports history, when the Washington Bullets were changing their name, they were purportedly running a contest with four choices on the new name. And one of the names was reportedly. Sea dragons, right? Well, it was, did not no... win. You say it was a rigged a contest from yeah. the start by Susan O'Malley.
3: No, it was it was Abe Poland and Irene, both now deceased, right? Who decided that the name would yeah said that the name would be Wizards, and so Susan O'Malley, who was the president of the team, and liked to have contests and you know special nights, and that's how she made her bones. You know, selling out the, the place, uh, advertising other players were coming in. Uh, she said, well, "Let's do a contest." So they ginned up this phony baloney contest with Boston Mark, and what do you know? Wizards won. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it could be. Do you be
2: think? Worse. Do you crazy. think the basketball team nailed that name change? Because I don't. I think Wizards okay, is but, a but, child's name that has but, never generated any kind of sizzle or appeal with adults. It makes you feel like, oh, I'm a Harry Potter kid, Wizard.
3: Yeah, but the team has never been really that great. They have never gotten past the second round of the, the playoff.
2: The name would still suck.
3: Yeah. Okay, Okay. uh, so
2: you you asked me a legit question. How can they fuck up the name? I say just watch.
3: Well, that's a Jason Wright job. That's one of the things he's supposed to be doing, working on the name.
2: Yeah, a guy who got here two minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. We got a guy who got here two minutes ago and a coach who also got here two minutes ago, and because he's a military man who's battling cancer, he thinks he can do no wrong. And his decision-making has got to be jacked up by all the drugs he's on. If he thinks this way when he is not battling cancer, then he should be fired out of a cannon with confetti into the sun cuz it's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen.
3: It is it is bizarre. I mean it, it, he says one thing and does another. It's hard to keep track of of what's what.
2: Right. <laughs> one one minute exit Because we've gone a long time. But it's been a productive uh, run today. And thank you, Andy, for being my uh, unpaid therapist. (laughs) (sighs) I really needed this. I got a lot of things off my chest today. Um, Dak Prescott. Uh, This is the sum of all fears when you bet mm -hmm. on yourself like Kirk Cousins. A dislocated Mm -hmm. ankle, it looks like. And it's going to require at least eight months, if not a year, of recovery and rehab. He may never be quite the same again. And he's on that one-year franchise tender. What does jarrah do
3: i think that the right thing to do is to offer him a market value contract based on his ability
2: even if he's not going to play next year
3: well i mean i think you'll know some more now you know the, the injury <laughs> that's a yes or, or no more.
2: andy let's well, assume we'll he's not playing next year you're going to pay right, him 30 million dollars to not play because you feel bad that he refused your good offers just not home run offers on multiple occasions
3: well i mean Zach, dak prescott has got to give a little too i mean he's got to say no, I, no, I, no. I
2: this is not how it works he said uh oh, i can't hear you he's cupping his hand to his ear when he mm-hmm. is going to be paid as the third or fourth highest quarterback in the league which is fair cuz he he had the leverage and he was using the leverage against Jared to go, keep keep on upping it, keep on upping it. Well, the leverage just went snap, crackle, pop. I don't have any sympathy if the Cowboys go, you know what, we're out. Sorry, but not sorry, we're out. You gambled. It's your $150 million that you put on the line. It didn't pan out. You'll get a new contract from somebody that's in the 60 to $70 million range, and you'll still have all your endorsements. He makes, by the way, a ton of money on endorsements.
3: Right, and that's part of being the Cowboys quarterback. He wouldn't get that if he was here.
2: No, or if he was a Jaguar.
3: Oh, if he was here, here. did you just say that?
2: (laughs) Don't you speak that, Ricky Bobby, don't you put that evil out there. Can you imagine Dak Prescott as a Wolfpack member and coming off his injury, and we have to wait around for a year for him to play, and we're like, nah, he's going to be better than Alex was when he came back from his leg injury.
3: Well, they got Alex and Dak. You got two healthy legs there. (laughs) <laughs>
2: well, the NFL is not boring. I'll give it that. Sure. I wish sure. it was more fun for us, but it's not. So, Andrew, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk next week.
3: All right,
2: Zach, Take all care. Right, very good. Uh, <clears throat> all right. We're almost at 40 minutes now. So let me just go ahead and wrap on this. How about the World Health Organization? on Sunday, coming out and firmly saying, oh yeah, no, no, lockdowns are a terrible idea. They don't really work. They're too punitive to the lower class and the poor. And we urge governments all over the world, stop trying to lock down to eradicate the coronavirus. Well, that. Sure is a twist, isn't it, kids? From what the World Health Organization had to say back in the spring and all through the summer. Who takes these fucking clowns seriously? Apparently, a lot of politicians do and a lot of average citizens and a lot of scientists who have a lot of money that's intertangled with the WHO. A lot of Chinese money as well. And if you dare point these things out, which you and I and other smart people know, what do the dum-dums out there go, oh, you and your crackpot conspiracies, oh, you've been spending too much time uh, dreaming about the dark web and QAnon, the World Health Organization. Of course, countries are probably just going to ignore that advice. They'll take the WHO's advice when it fits what they want to do, which is basically restrict, 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 track, track, track. All this other stuff, but then they come out and they go, "Oh never mind, and they're like, what i I can't hear you did you did you say something else? The tide is finally turning though how about uh Dan Mullen at Florida saying, "You know what I want ninety thousand in the swamp next week because Texas A and m they're like, yeah that was, was twenty five thousand we had there Oh really you sure that or, or not twenty five thousand that was twenty five percent, right? Uh, That's what they were supposed to have. And it's like, yeah, maybe it wasn't 25%. Maybe it was a lot more than that. And look, all these outdoor events, all these sporting events, where's the big super spreader incident? huh? Where's the big disaster? Where's everybody that's like, oh, I went to the Browns game. I'm sick. I'm dying. It's not happening. But as I've said before, and I'll say it again, Society will only move as fast as the slowest Karen. All right, forget my Broussard chat in the van. I'll pull an excerpt of it. We'll play it sometime during the week as filler. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. What a show the NFL is. What drama. It's A lot of it's bad if you're a Cowboy fan and Dak Prescott fan and certainly if you're a Washington football fan, but it is not boring to say the least. Have a great Monday, everybody, and we will see you tomorrow.